What is going on, everybody? How is everybody doing? All eight of you. It's a little late. You know, we, we got started a little late. Uh, we didn't make this live stream just till right now. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. No, it's, we're kind of, uh, you know, we got some different schedules happening, so we're doing a little bit earlier shows on our Wednesdays. It's kind of refreshing. We talked about this last time. I got my Red Bull. I got a beer. I don't know why. <laughs> oh. This is my last day of vacation, so I'm going oh. to thoroughly enjoy this one. Um, I slept in, made a breakfast burrito. Excellent. Forgot to put deodorant on, so sorry. You guys are going to be in for a treat in about an hour. Smells good. Oh, yeah. If you like beef. You know what I'm saying? What's up, everybody? Welcome hey, to hey. the party. There they all come. They're Look coming in. This. They're coming in. Okay. Yeah, so. Glad I saw you guys on IG Live. Good job, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for one second. Um, anyway. Yeah, you guys. This uh, this schedule is going to be a little up and down on Wednesdays, right? You yeah. Know, well, it's going to be early. Yeah. Because we're, we're here. What is this? 11 o'clock? Um, but I like it, dude. I get to drink coffee. I wish I could drink a beer, but that's not, uh, that's not going to happen. You could. So, no, you know, yeah, (laughs) you could. I'm just saying you're, you're a grown man. You could. I am. Yeah. But I know you're responsible. Here we go though. This, uh, this have you, I don't know if you've been following like the story that's happening really today is that Kamalama Ding Dong finally admits that she's going to the border. She's going to the border. Well, it was, uh. She's going to the border this Friday, but Chris's mic is, uh, he's got, um, like auto tune on that motherfucker. <laughs> I know we got Chris Payne over yeah. here. <laughs> I'm Chris Payne. Payne. Yeah. He, there, you know, I think that cord might be a little funk. You know what I'm saying? Anyways. Yes. Kamala is going to go to the border. Yeah. And what was it like well, just recently? Trump was saying, yeah, Trump announced that he was going to have to go to the border because since no one's going to the border, I'm Trump. I'm going to go to the border. Yeah. We're going to see what this mess is all about, everybody. And he's going next Wednesday. So, of course, Kamalama Ding Dong has to go the Friday before he goes. Right? Yeah. Save a little face. Yeah, it would look pretty bad. Mm-hmm. Right? Do you agree that the former president? The Trump got there before her? Yeah. Yeah. Chris, why don't you, uh, your gate, man. Why don't you mess with that real quick? The gate? Or something. Let's see what that is. It might be doing something like that. But anyways, um, yeah, I mean, it's a safe face moment, right? Yeah. It's a safe face moment. It is. We were talking before we got on here. You walked in. I'm eating a little breakfast burrito. Kind of shooting shit a yeah. little bit. Um, There's a bunch of topics today. I don't feel like any of them are like massive. No. I was kind of been watching over the past couple of days. I'm like, nothing's like striking me as like, oh, hey. Yeah. Uh, nothing's striking me as like crazy. I'm okay. sure everybody would disagree. I'm sure people are like, no, what about? Well, yeah. I mean, there was the uh, the Senate bill that just got passed, right? Or that did not get passed in the, you know what I mean? It was the H, yeah. what was it? HB1? H something uh, one? Yeah. What's up, everybody? We are, I'm going live on IG too. I just want to get everybody over on YouTube. Get on YouTube. Yeah, man. That was a big deal, right? Yeah. And people are saying uh, they're racist. Republicans are racist. Is that is that the case? Uh, Yeah. So essentially... They're saying that, you know, it's it's introducing this voter ID law or whatever. It would it would ban the voter ID, like you know, all of these stipulations, right? Mm-hmm. So, I I think that 
the Democrats really don't want this thing to just get skirted under the rug. They're going to use this as something to prop up the race card like mm-hmm. they always do. Sure. Anyway, I'm going to jump off this uh, little IG. Hey, everybody, uh, yeah, get on. Do. You do. <laughs> it's hard to do two things at it's once. Hard. It's hard. But hey, uh, you know, but hey, so this, the HB1, I think that. Is that this, what it's called? I think so. Okay. House, sure. House Bill 1. Yeah. But it was to introduce all of these, uh, you know, voter laws that would require um, no one, nobody could basically inquire for uh, an election. The results can't be questioned. Mm. That's that's what I took away from it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, and because wasn't it, it Colorado? It's like called it the uh, fraud it. Wasn't it the Colorado? Oh, yeah. Call it the fraud. We're not going to have this fraud it in yeah, our you, state. You can't audit any elections anymore, right? Isn't that crazy? What's the point? Isn't that crazy? It is. That you can't question something? Yep. That should be uh, that should be alarm bell number one. <laughs> like, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, I don't know. I don't have an article. I didn't go through exactly what it was, but I know that they're, they're making a big stink about it, and they're calling it racist. Mm-hmm. I, I heard it all this morning that... But do you buy that anymore? No. No. That that's the go to because how is it racist? Well, it's not that, that but... we banned this bill that would stop any audit of any election moving forward. Yeah, come on. That seems like that you know would potentially hurt minority groups, right? Well, absolutely. Well, I mean, what weren't there the most minorities that voted this last election in twenty twenty? There's a lot. Yeah, it was like twenty million or something, right? Yeah, I don't remember the exact number. Million but it's more? definitely a lot, man, for sure. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know. Well, I think it's kind of a go-to thing. That statement is just such a go-to thing. Like, I, I feel like most people are really callous to that whole thing now. Being called a racist or it's racist. As soon as somebody says, like, that's a racist thing, you're like, you have to question that. Yes, indeed. I don't know, man. Well, well I can't remember. Yeah. There was a gal. Oh, man, I wish I could remember what state it was in. Michigan? Okay. I think it was Michigan. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure it was Michigan. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ! Um, but they were Chris, taking. Can you look up HB one real quick? They were taking um, affidavits to the uh, Secretary of State of Michigan. There was a gal that's running against the person. Mm-hmm. Um, Whitmer. And, <clears throat> oh. I don't think she's Secretary. No, it's not Whitmer. Oh, okay. It was another name. I, I wish I had the article. I don't. But the point was, all these people showed up for this like rally, and they had a a little dolly of boxes. It was had seventy five hundred affidavits in it Uh-oh. to have it recounted. And they went up to the door where the secretary of state would be, apparently. The security card comes out. They're like, hey, we got this. We want to drop this off. We want a signature verifying that you took it. And they're like, no, he's not going to sign it. Like, he'll stamp it. He's not going to sign it. So long story short, they get a stamp. They get the, the affidavits taken into the uh, building. But all over the building, the federal building, are signs that says ID required to enter has to be shown 24 like the entire time you're in there yeah you have to have an id present and this was a black woman who was doing it are you good yeah okay just trying to chat um, with chris all right so her point was as a black person who was running why is it okay that you have to have an id fully exposed the entire time you're in the building but not for voting not for other things but you have to to go into a, a building that we the people own exactly you know what I'm saying? Like it's, we we own that. They wouldn't even speak to this woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the ID process is just it's gone totally bye bye. 
right? Mm. As far as like this thing's racist. I don't think anybody can argue and make a cogent argument that this thing is absolutely racist. Like, hello. Mm. Um, However, there was a senator that the White House, he actually got caught. He oh, belongs, you're telling me this. He yes. belongs to an all-white group. Mm. Are we going to talk about that in a little bit? You want to go over this? Well, yeah, this HR1, I don't see I didn't really want to read the actual document. I wanted to see if there was an article that just had some bullet points, you know, just high-level bullet points of like what the fuck is this thing and why why is it a bad idea? You know, but it's fine. I mean, we can look through that later, but mm. um Chris, if you go to this first article in the the racist Dems group. So, that, yeah, minority leaders speak out on White House's membership to all white Bailey's Beach. So, scrolling down, it's, what's his name? Senator Sheldon Whitehouse. Remember this guy? No. Sheldon, no, you told me I might recognize him. I do not. So, when I was watching all the footage of the people getting interviewed and kind of just grilled, like when Comey, Horowitz... Okay. I mean, Rosen, Rosenstein, Rosen, Rosenstein. Yeah. When all of them were just getting grilled in front of Congress, I remember this guy, smug Democrat, just thinks that he knows everything. His head kind of shakes when he talks. He goes like the, you know, you know, when, when people get so angry, like their hair kind of shakes a little bit. Mm. He did that move. He looked kind of like a bobblehead. So he got caught. So check this out. U.S. Senator Sheldon Whitehouse membership in an exclusive and all-white Bailey's Beach Club is drawing strong criticism from Rhode Island's minority leaders. Quote, to see Whitehouse and to see him calling out Donald Trump, trust me, I saw the floor speeches. To say all that, why do you have to be in an all-white club? To see him duck the questions he knows, he knows what he's done, said Noel Frias, president of the Youth Council and Providence chapter of the NAACP. And then, quote, I think it would be nice if they, Bailey's Beach Club, changed a little bit, but it's not my position, White House told Nagel, right? Yeah. So, now, go to this Twitter video, because they, this was just recently, right? They saw him, this is some person, saw Senator White House coming out of some meeting or whatever. A construction zone? <laughs> or wherever. Like, what the fuck is, is he, where is he? I have no idea. Is he at the border? Maybe he's just going on a stroll. I guess. They confronted him. So Sheldon, this is coming from Kenneth P. Vogel on Twitter. Sheldon Whitehouse, his wife, and their families have been members of an all-white private beach club for decades. Are we showing this yet? No. It's a long tradition in Rhode Island, and there are many of them. And I think we just need to work our way through the issues, said Senator Whitehouse. That's a real terrible statement. So watch this video, you guys. Okay. A little close. Jeez. Okay. Back to a little close. You had expressed concerns about the membership of the all-white Bailey's Beach Club, said that you hoped it would become more diverse. Now, your family's been members. Your wife is one of the largest shareholders. Has there been any traction in that? Are there any minority members of the club now? I think the people who are running the place are still working on that, and I'm sorry it hasn't happened yet. Um, do you have concerns in 2021? I mean, obviously, it's been four <coughs> years. You had remarks on the floor following the deaths of Breonna Taylor and George Floyd saying, you know, hoping to root out systemic racism in the country. Um, your thoughts on an elite, all-white, wealthy club, again, in this day and age. Um, you know, a little smirk on his face. Yeah, I know. To exist. It's a long tradition in Rhode Island, and there are many of them. And uh, I think 
We just need to work our way through the issues. Thank you. The car's here. That, okay. okay. I'll, first of all, where are you? It drives me <laughs> yes. nuts. I feel like this looks like the bad part of Portland. You know what I mean? It's he, just kind of like... He's strolling through. He's saying, hey, uh, where can I bury the bodies? Oh, wait. Yeah. Uh, there's a reporter here. Uh, yeah, so, so I, I think that what's that, your take on this? That bro? first article was from 2017, and what that woman said is, "It's been four years. Do you guys have any minorities in that all white group of yours, Senator?" Okay. And he said, "No, they're still working on it." Uh, so first Hello. of all, here's my deal. I'm gonna, I'm going to be real yeah. honest with yeah, what yeah. I'm thinking about yeah. this. I don't know anything about this club. Me neither. And if there's a rule in this private club that says black or Hispanic are not allowed to join this club, that's a real problem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If it's a club that happens to be white for whatever reason, I don't have a fucking problem with that. Yeah. Like, we, we can all acknowledge that there are many um, all-black clubs or groups that do things. Yeah. Um, so I'm and, not... And, and the best person for the job gets the position, right? It, whatever the club is. I don't know what the fucking... Well, no, you... But, but so here's the deal. <clears throat> He is totally against this outside of his private club. He speaks for inclusion. He speaks for all this other stuff. He's, he calls Donald Trump racist. Yeah, the he guy's does all this other shit. Right, the guy's a turd. So he's not walking the walk. Well, yeah, but I don't know. Except man. for the, the through That's the construction. That's what I'm saying. I, w- I want to know more about this club more because it's hard to criticize him for something that I don't know anything about. Now, the reason I say that is because you're not going to have the same interests as me in, in all aspects. We do have a lot of the same interests, but yeah. You can't like for, like if this is a a yacht club for example, okay, in yeah. that particular area, then you have to start saying, well, like how many Black Americans in that area are into yachts? Maybe they don't care about yachts, and yeah. that's why it's all white. Is because the only people that really give a shit about yachting and sailboating hey, Chris, are a bunch of old white people. I know Chris is trying to troubleshoot his mic, dude, but can we look up that club? It was in that first article. What's it called? The um, Bailey's Beach Club. Bailey's Beach Club in Rhode Island. I don't think. Yeah, leave out the all white. You can, <laughs> we can uh, look up Bailey's Beach Club. Yeah, because you're right. If it is kind of a yacht thing, well, I'm just you know, saying like there's certain things problem. that like I mean, but why wouldn't he argue for you know inclusion? What? Just say hey, you guys, I've noticed okay, we're all white I, here, uh, dude. Listen, I'm I'm sorry. Uh, I, I'm, I'm trying to word this in the way that. Somebody's not going to take it out of context, okay? But you can't force somebody to be into something they're not into, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it it depends on the situation. If this is a club that is excluding minorities because they're minorities, Mm -hmm. then it should be shut the fuck down, right? That's un-American, and then he should be fighting for that, right, if he's part of this club. If it's a club that does not exclude, and it says, like, anybody's allowed to join if they would like to. Yeah. And it happens to be all white, then I, I don't have I don't fault him for anything, bro. Like you're gonna just like we gotta find a token black man to put in the club so that we're diverse. That's what oh, universities yeah. and shit do. I don't fucking like that. A- absolutely. So that's what me, I'm saying. Me, like, but I'm just saying that's what he preaches. Did, he, especially his side of the argument as far as his political side, right? Yeah. So the Democrats now are all about being inclusive, no matter what. So if there's nobody of minority status in that club then he would have to kind of do what whatever it? he can to What's support that, that. the club has had and has members of color she said the senator has dedicated his career to promoting equity and protecting civil rights as his record shows 
So what is this? Is there actually now it's not an all-white club? It says, a woman who answered the phone at Bailey's on Tuesday, whenever this article was, I'm not real sure when the article was, said the club does have a diverse membership and explained how one can become a member. She said members are voted in through another member. There you go. So that, okay, so that would, okay. Maybe there is proof now that they've, they've worked on it. And, okay, so that raises another issue that I would have, is if you're only allowed to be in this club, by if you're in the club, you would have to invite me yeah. to join the club and kind of vouch for me. This is my friend Dave. Yep. I want him in this club. He wants to be an elitist. <laughs> that's how you get in. So if that's the case, then you can start making an argument like, well, why aren't you nominating people of color? Yeah, exactly. I, I, but the, the problem is, is sometimes with these articles, we jump to conclusions. And that article, initial article, unless we didn't just didn't read it, I, I didn't see it anywhere. But sometimes you can we you get the gotcha shit. Yeah, and I don't I don't like that. I don't like that on either side, man. Sometimes I really, you jump the gun. Yeah, exactly, well, man. So yeah. so here's the thing though. It was an article back in 2017. Yeah, they interviewed him recently. Yeah, and they said, have they gotten any? You know, have they worked on this? Yeah, and he said that's something you'll have to take up with the club. He doesn't know, right? Like this, why this one that we're reading now was published June twenty third. Yeah, okay, so just recently. Yeah, so it's probably in response to that video. Was the woman who didn't give her name said there were roughly six hundred club members and there is a diversity among the membership. Okay, but she could not give an exact percentage. Well, we have Asians, we have Indian, we have a lot of different. She didn't say black. I, I, well, yeah, <laughs> but okay, but it, it is. Look, it is. It is nice to know that they're <laughs> at least. Working on it, I don't know, but this is not, you know what I mean? Like, that video was kind of a gotcha, like, hey, hey, tell me about this club that you belong to that's an all-white club, right? And then he goes, I I don't know if they uh, really solved the issue or not. I mean, you know, I'm I'm a car guy, right? You know, I hope someday when I'm old and gray and I got multiple hot rods, you know, that I'm I'm in a car club. And if you're in a large club... You're not going to. You're not going to have the. Uh, your. I mean, you could argue the point if the, if you you notice that there's only a lot of white people. Yeah. But I don't. You don't know, like this has to go both ways. If you really believe in true diversity and forcing diversity, because that's what I'm concerned with, forcing diversity. Yep. Then you know you have to go to the uh, NAACP and say you have to have white board members. I don't know that they do. <laughs> I don't know that they do. Maybe they do. Yeah. But my point is, is you're saying you have to like that's the that's the issue. And that's where I was going is that he was always a strong pro- proponent. Right. Yeah. The Democrats are always a strong proponent of everything's got to ha- have a mixture you're, of everything you're talking about double standards. Yeah, I think that's what you're concerned. Exactly. Because right? when I was talking to Jordan the other day, or, you know, a couple of days ago when we were in Tacoma and I was visiting with my, my wife's cousin, Jordan. Yep. We were talking about, you know, how he like hangs out with black people. We obviously most of our friends are white mostly because of the neighborhood, but people like, like being around people that have similar interests, similar yeah. cultural beliefs for sure. Like I, I don't find anything wrong. If there's a, a group of black men who want to all hang out and listen to fucking, you know, whatever and do whatever, play, play cards or whatever the fuck you want to do. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. I'm not going to be like, Whoa, dude, that's fucking racist, bro. I can't be in your club. I can start my own club. You know what I mean? Like why do we have to get into the weeds on this shit? Exactly. Like yeah. we all have different interests, man. Yeah, and I just that, think you can, you have to make sure that it doesn't say that they're not allowed. If yeah. that is the case, then that's where regulation has to come in. You have to stop that. Yeah, shit. yeah, yeah. And I I just think that the double standard thing has to be 
stopped or at yeah. least pointed out. But in this case, I think we kind of looked up this article. Now, this, this woman didn't state her name. She just answered the phone. Yeah, true. And she basically yeah. was, oh, we got this. We got all kinds of races. We got Asians. We got Indians. You know what I mean? So who the hell knows who this lady is? But, just, you know, I just Chris, I, I found that that was awkward and kind of funny at the same time. Um, oh, yeah. Did, did Chris crack a beer yet? What the hell, Chris? <laughs> Chris has got to work today. Oh, uh, yeah. Whew. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know. I, I think that we have to be fair when we talk about this kind of stuff. I think For it's sure. an interesting article, and I think out of context, it looks really bad. Because when we were talking about it before we even showed the article and you were just talking to me, I was like, oof. That's not like we have to get past this. Okay. Like, it just it sounds condescending. It sounds like. It's a longstanding tradition. Even he admitted it. Yeah. Like, why would you say that? Just say, like, hey, look, I. I don't know who all the people in the club are. They probably fixed. Well, I, here's I hate defending this guy because from what I I don't remember him, but <laughs> he's, he's a turd. Buddy, I dude. do. It's obvious to me that he has a lot of uh, dumb things to say and has said a lot of stupid shit, you know, yeah. but at the same time, like a longstanding tradition, I, like, what does that mean? Does it mean that people have to be brought in by a member and that nobody does that? Nobody brings in a black member mm. and that's just, it's just kind of been the way it is. And, you know. I don't think that's right, but if somebody is justifiable and you have a friend who's black that's interested, like you should be able to, hey man, introduce them to the yeah the club, right? Yeah. So I I'm think that I like think it's Fifty Cent, dude, up in the club. Oh, you know, I'm it. in the beach <laughs> club. If Fifty Cent came into that joint, they'd be all about him being there, bro. Yeah. You'd party on the beach, maybe. Yeah, mm. at the candy shop. Yeah. Yep, they'd love that. Oh yes. Yeah. Old white folk. I do down. like myself a candy shop and lollipops. I do. Oh my! Come join me on my yacht. Son. My yacht is called Candy Shop. Actually. Yum yum. <laughs> I just think that when you look at these articles, we always have to make sure that we break it down and, and try to be as unbiased as possible. Yeah, absolutely. the guy seems like a fucktard. He needs to make some corrections and understand that you can't force diversity. Yeah, but you should never make you know you should never have a situation where you're not accepting diversity. That's that's where the line is. Yeah, and don't make don't make very ambiguous statements like it's a long-standing tradition. That's because a- you made that statement in her defense, you know, in your defense of her statement of it was an all-white club. Yeah. I mean, come on, bro. Uh, we we all are well aware now that this man doesn't know how to speak. Yeah. Okay, he shoots Well, he was he is a bobblehead, man. If He's you watch him during How close did he get to the fucking he did. She's get. like, you can back. You can back. Yeah, he was so close. Yeah, he's like, I just want to smell you. I like the way you smell, yeah, lady. He came in hot and heavy. Yes. Don't you know who I am? I do. Mm. I can smell you. Mm. Oh, did, maybe that's. He's just learning from Biden, dude. He's like Biden taught me this move. You get real close. Jonathan Jones says, "Look up Bailey's Beach on Wiki. There mm. must be something juicy on there. I've, I've seen him say it a couple times. New members added when old ones die. Oh. Hmm. Mm. Okie dokie. Okay. Oh, well, Platypus yeah. is on here. Holy shit, I haven't seen Platypus for a long time. Hell yeah. What's up, Platypus? Anyways, uh, you know what we did not do? What? We didn't We didn't shout ourselves out here. Guys, we got shirts, hats. We got a website with all of our merch. Yep. And also, we're doing a sale. Yes, yes we, we are. will be doing a sale. <clears throat> we're going starting, to be doing a sale. Starting next Monday. Monday. It's what? What is it, Chris? I can't remember the dates right off the top of my head now. It is the 28th through the 4th Independence Day sale. Independence Day. 21% off. For 2021. 2021. It's to make your 2021 better, right? Yeah. Just get some movement. You know what I'm saying? It'd be fun. 
Hell yeah. I want to see your merch out there. If you guys like what we have, go buy a hat, shirt. Sure. But it's show. it's in honor of America, right? Watch our Instagram. I'll post about it later. Yeah, so it, yeah. it's a 21% off our in-house merch, yeah. right? So our shirts that we sell, our hats that we sell. Absolutely. Fucking dig it, dude. I'm excited about it. But good, make sure you guys go. Book. Listen, uh, the other thing I want to talk about, guys, get on Apple Podcasts. Get on Audio Podcasts. If you listen to us on any of them and double check yeah. that you are subscribed and that you are seeing new episodes. Yeah. We have got a lot of a lot of uh, DMs and a lot of emails that people are not finding our new stuff. In fact, we have a really good friend who, my wife included, actually, too, that can't find anything new since the beginning of June. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I think Apple has, has scrubbed us, dude. Uh, there's something there, going on. There's something with the new update where I can't get any of my podcasts to load that I listen to on Apple. I have to go to Google Podcasts or Podbean. Yeah. So just well, go to a different app and, and listen to us. There. So there's something going on, but like the problem is, is I mean, yes, you can go to Google podcast or whatever and find it. But at the same time, if you guys can go check it out and see if you think, you know, if you see something funny, what I want to see, people send a do. fucking send a, you yes. can actually send uh, like, a, an inquiry to Apple. Yeah. An issue report, an issue report. And I would love to see every single person do that. Do if it. You got flood five em. minutes, flood them, please. Because we can all say, like, th- this is where I get really pissed off and frustrated. Mm-hmm. Guys, I don't care if you love us or you hate us. It doesn't matter. The bottom line is, it's like, we spend a lot of time doing this. We enjoy doing this. We love spending time with you guys. We've been doing it for a couple of years. Seriously, for a year and a half or something. Yeah. We really are trying to make this something, like, where we can eventually quit our jobs and make this full time and just have a, a lot of fun with this. And we get hamstrung constantly over this shit. Mm-hmm. Whether it's YouTube banning us or Anchor, which was the the, the site that original RSS feed, yeah, that spread all of our stuff out, they banned us. They 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 removed all of our RSS feeds. They yeah. they took everything away from us. We had to start over. Yeah, I, okay. I'm saying that you, we need your help on this. Yeah. I don't want to keep hopping over to other places because we we need to fight back on it a little bit. No, I think that that is what I wanted to ask of you listeners too: is submit a report claim mm-hmm. to Apple. And say, hello, I can't listen to this podcast anymore. What's going on? Yeah. Their their stuff isn't updating. Because we have a claim open. Yeah. But the more that, you know, we get respond, maybe we can get something fixed with it. Man, I hope yep. so. It's just sad. It pisses me off. The squeaky wheel gets that grease. Anyways. Yes. Pardonmyamerican.com. Go there. And then, uh, yeah, just pod be an app. That's, that's always where we'll be. So. Yeah. Moving on. Did you guys hear about in Colorado, mm-hmm. the Pledge of Allegiance that was banned? So scroll on up there. What does this say? This is Colorado mayor bans the Pledge of Allegiance at a board meeting and then gets triggered after members recite it anyways and threatens to remove them. Mm-hmm. So Colorado Mayor Shane Furman <clears throat> banned the Pledge of Allegiance at the board meetings. So members recite it anyway. Then the mayor loses it and threatens to remove them. So scrolling down, there's... <laughs> that seems so fucked up, right? Listen to this. Furman told the board members and attendees, quote, due to the direct and indirect threats, inappropriate comments in and out of public meetings and the general divisiveness this is creating in our community. We will not be doing the Pledge of Allegiance during the town of Silverton's board of trustee meetings. Divisiveness. Is that man voted in? Because if he is, vote him out. And what threats are you getting? You said the Pledge of Allegiance, motherfucker. That's a weak motherfucker. That's a weak <laughs> you guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's a weak human being right there. That guy should not be leading anything that you are involved This is with. it. Look, the mayor did not provide any specific information about the alleged threats and comments. 
that was just likely his excuse to be authoritarian. Yeah, yeah. So this, if you if you watch that video, you don't have to watch this one. The one that I actually do want to watch is where yes, right here, where he says, "Yeah, we're not going to do this," but then people just start to do it anyway. So watch this. It's pretty good. God, this is annoying though. I'd like to make one comment. I'd like to stand for the Pledge of Allegiance. I'm sorry, but that's too the United States of America. For which it stands, one nation, under God, with liberty and justice for all. Listen. Uh, I'd note that that's out of order and... Uh, we did have a one-strike policy. I'm not going to ask everyone to leave tonight, but if something like that happens again, we will. <laughs> Dude, something the- like that happens again, we'll ask you to leave. Wow, that was atrocious. <sighs> he just, they all started reciting it, and he's just like... Okay, first of all, yeah. how big is this town, or this county? Because that is seven people. <laughs> I know, seven people. I will and- single-handedly carry you each out of here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This guy's a fuck. We had one warning there, but if that happens, one strike. <laughs> yeah, strikes. What is this? Elite? YouTube? Yeah. Is this Catholic school? What's going on? You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like this is unbelievable, man. This is unbelievable. This is unacceptable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what What just happened? You said there was some teachers that got thrown out. Of... No, not teachers. Oh, uh, you... parents. Oh, parents. Two parents were arrested. I don't think we have the article. Well, up, but it Chris was find it. critical race theory, right? Yeah. Because they they went to a board meeting or something, and they were... They went to a meeting about critical race theory, and they were done with the meeting, and there were parents there that were saying, I'm not leaving until I get my voice heard. Oh. And uh, it says, I mean, like this article, chaos erupts at Virginia's school board meeting with two parents being arrested. And I think there's a video. You can kind of... You could watch a couple seconds, kind of get the vibe. There's a lot of energy. Okay. This was but, in Virginia. Yes. Is it not going to? Well, this is the Australian, so I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. But the point, he can find the video if you want. There, there we go. John. Oh, gosh. Now. It's not over. It's not over. We were meeting. We were meeting. That's apparent that. So here's the deal. This is, this is a, does it it say exactly what happened here? At least two parents were arrested for trespassing and nearly 300 residents were forced to leave a school board meeting in Virginia after it erupted in chaos following over a proposed policy to protect transgender students. Mm -hmm. A school board meeting in Loudoun County, Virginia was deemed a, quote, unlawful assembly by local police after residents were told they were being, or they would be trespassing if they did not leave the room. The meeting was set to discuss uh, the proposed policy 8040, which is a transgender protection right for students. Many residents opposed the policy, with over 250 residents signing up to speak against it at this meeting. When the meeting got out of control, the board members halted public commentary then, or which angered the crowd who began singing the Star Spangled Banner in protest. Can we get that, dude? I, I think somebody sent that to us. I don't know if I uh, saved it in our IG, but well, look, I, I did. Mean, if you look I, at that second, that National Review, that might, like, I see people there with signs. Yeah, because I remember watching that and it was actually pretty badass. Is this it right here? Um, Looks like they're singing. Yeah, right here, right here. Yeah. 
<laughs> okay, it's not that badass. That's pretty. Yeah. That's pretty. There's a lot. Come on. There we go. It's getting better. It takes a minute. You know what I'm saying? It does. It's like a slow clap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think okay. what I think what should make you feel good is that people are starting to show up to local, yeah, things. Yeah. Well, the reason they started singing that too is because the board left. Yeah, mm. like they all started opposing what they were saying, and then the board left the room. Who the fuck do these people yeah. think they are, bro? Who is the it, fuck do they think they are? You got, don't they work for the people? They are supposed to. They're mm. supposed to. Uh oh. <clears throat> we uh, have the right to come together. Yeah. And assemble peacefully and oppose proposed law or law. We have that right. Mm-hmm. And when it comes to children in our school districts, um, the more the merrier, to be honest with you. Like, I love seeing that. Yeah. I don't know much about that particular bill that they're trying to pass, but the parents obviously didn't like it. They showed up. They got offended. Kind of like that dick fuck that you just saw who's like, that's, I mean, I would give you a strike, but I'm not going to this time. But if it happens again. Mm-hmm. Who shut the fuck up? Your job is to shut the fuck up and listen to what these people are saying. Period. That's it. You just keep your mouth shut, dweeb. Fucking listen to what's going on. <laughs> and then you go, okay, thank you for saying what you have to say. I appreciate that. We will take that in consideration and move forward. And if he doesn't do what you all want him to do, yeah. you fucking give him the boot. I would like to know at what point it got out of hand. Because they, they pulled the plug on the meeting at, at a certain point. And I want to know what happened. Well, I mean, yeah, there, there's a lot of video. Brian Modre, thank you so much for that super chat. We got PMA in the afternoon, WWG1, WGA. Well, this is early for us. Afternoon. I know, this is very early. Um, Two yeah. arrested, though. So here's my problem. It's the fucking cops, bro. Yeah. That fucking bothers me. Well, later in that video, they're like, you're abandoning your oath. They're like yelling at the cops. We're here for your children, too. Like, I'm all about back in the yeah. blue, man. And I'm all about... Um, you know, giving them respect and, and everything when they deserve to be respected. And I think m- most of them do, but you're at a public meeting, you know what I'm saying, about schools. And at some point, these cops are going to have to stop and go, nah, you got the right to be here. You have the right to say what you want to well, say. Yeah. You're not hurting anybody. Everything about that meeting is taxpayer paid for. So how is it private property and they're trespassing? So they can just scream. They can just scream, this meeting's over, you're trespassing now. Yeah, and exactly. you get arrested for that. Yeah, that's what you want. That's send what in we the want. cops. They'll arrest them, and they do. Yeah, some they do, and that's and that's a problem, don't you think? That's a fucking real problem. Yeah, mm-hmm. like we need the police force. If you're a good member of the police force, you need to stand up against this and say, "I'm not going to arrest this man. He's not doing anything wrong. He's actually just speaking." If he was punching somebody, by all means, take him down, dude. Do what you got to do. Yeah, um, but when you're just trying to, a lot of the parents from what I've watched were just simply saying like. I didn't get my chance to say my piece about this. You just fucking left. You just got mad and you left, and I didn't get to speak my mind. Yeah, I'd be pissed too, right? How long was he waiting there? It was a big crowd, man. He, he could have been there for hours mm-hmm. wanting to make a statement that he had concerns about, and he wasn't allowed to do so. That's not that's not a government working for you anymore. It's not. No, and I, that's, that's the problem, is the government is becoming authoritarians. Yeah. I mean... Some could argue that they always have been, you know, but to an extent for sure. But I feel like this is really new. Mm-hmm. 
you know, you used to be able to go to a school where maybe it's because because of the popularity of it. If you think about it years ago, without all these concerns, I don't know how many people actually showed up to school board meetings, bro. I would guess not a lot, to be honest with you. Yeah. You know, like old Nancy and Jerry, you know, just shows up to everyone, drinks coffee and listens to what's going on because they're yep. bored, they're retired. Yeah. But now you got parents who are actually attending these things because there's actual policy that's going to damage kids. You know, so now they don't know how to handle it because they can't just do whatever the fuck they want anymore. They actually have to be present in a meeting. And not only that, but I, I think that the the COVID rules have really given them a lot more power. Yeah. To shut things down immediately, yeah. send in the cops, arrest the people that don't obey. Yeah. Done. And, you well, know, it's a false power. Well, yeah, but I'm just saying it, it is it is definitely a, a power that they've never had at a level that they've never had. Sure. Right. Well, but it, it goes back to the thing we've always said, give an inch, they take a mile. Yeah. Yep. Which is why I think that there's going to be another lockdown soon. I mean, we already see the, what the Delta variant coming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that that's coming. S- certain States are going to make a push for it. I don't know, man. I just think like when you're, when you're going through your ballots and you're just checking shit off local shit, cause you don't know anything about them. Don't give a shit. Like this is the kind of problem you get. You know, we have to be more well-informed, man, about who is actually running. It can't can't just be about Republican or Democrat. We need to know. We need yeah. to know what's going on. Like, it, we, we do a terrible job in this country of actually learning about our local government. Yeah, I know. And yeah. that's where we actually get face-to-face with. I mean, how many times do you go face-to-face with your state governor? Never. I'd say very Never. rarely, if that ever happens, or anybody even above that. But your local boards... You know, local government, like you yeah. can easily get in contact with them. We should be most concerned about them. Mm-hmm. Right. So I don't know, man. I just think that's, uh, I think we got, God, we got a lot of work to do in this country right now. Yeah. We got a lot of firing to do. <laughs> yes, I agree. And, but I think that, yeah, the, the silver lining is that people are becoming more aware and they're getting more involved. Right. Yeah. You're seeing that. So. I like seeing that many people singing the Star Spangled Banner, bro. Yeah. It was a little bad. And maybe take a choir class. <laughs> and the the school board standing up saying, fuck you. I'm saying the Pledge of Allegiance, bro. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Yeah, man. It's it's like if you notice when you're scrolling through Instagram or you're looking on YouTube, a lot of these videos that are really getting a lot of traction right now um, are videos of parents, like their speeches that parents are giving. The, the video we watched the last episode where the guy was like talking about critical race theory. Yeah. It's people standing up to local government officials. A lot of local stuff mm-hmm. that's starting to get circulation. And it's fucking very cool to see. Yeah. It's very cool to see. Yeah. I wonder what's going to happen down at the the border when Kamala goes. Because we all saw the signs that she was greeted with in Guatemala. Mm-hmm. Trump won. Go home, Kamala. Yeah. I wonder who's going to be there. She's probably not going to go anywhere populated. So No, yeah. She'll go to some stranded. Uh, maybe she'll just go to the canal, dude. This is where they cross. That way there's no one there. Like she she pokes her head out of a bush. Yeah. That's it. It looks pretty pretty fine to me. I don't see any activity. Yeah. She needs to do what Ted Cruz did. She needs to go full jungle, man. He needs to, he had his fucking, did you see that shit? He had his like. (laughs) Oh, he got the, the whatever suit. He went like. Crocodile hunter. Yeah, bro. He was like in the weeds. He was like out there at like 2 a.m. He's like literally like had black light, like the fucking night vision goggles. I'm going to find him. He's like, they're everywhere. (laughs) Rambo Cruz, bro. He was like into it. Like, come on, not doing that. He has like that net gun. Mm. You know what I always say? They should just, they should utilize the net gun more. 
It just shoots the net and captures the people. Yeah. No one uses that. No, they actually just came out with like I saw a video on it though. Uh, a police. I can't remember where the police were at, but they use this new thing where it, it. And it's actually a funny name. I wish I could remember the name of it, but they shoot it and it wraps like a, a tether around your knees. Okay. Yeah. It drops them. Similar. But I like the full net thing though. Well, I mean, you know, either way, it's, it's funny. funnier. But he, it's the, like the it reminds of me of it. it's like the end of Scooby Doo when they capture the bad guy. Oh, they, they get him in net. <laughs> yeah, a net. It's a Looney Tunes thing, dude. Yeah, yeah, it's fucking great. But yeah, I mean, sure, there's less lethal ways to do things, I guess. But well, I got one more serious story here, and then I want to get into uh, two funny fucking stories here. Okay. So this, yeah, in the grab bag right there. So Texas, Texas power companies automatically raise the temperatures of customers' smart thermostats. In the middle of a heat wave, mm. without the customers saying yay or nay, mm. the smart companies went into their house, virtually, and raised their temperature. Scroll on down. Yeah, there we go. So, one resident in the state, which is facing a heat wave uh, that is straining its power grid, told KHOU11 his family had awoken from a nap, sweating and shocked. Their fam- or their home had gotten to... 78 degrees Fahrenheit. Mm. It turns out, here, can you move your, there you go. It turns out they had enrolled their thermostats in an energy conservation promotion called Smart Savers Texas, run by a company called Energy Hub, in partnership with com- or power companies. The program gives Energy Hub permission to adjust participants' smart thermostats remotely during times of peak energy demand in exchange for Entry into sweepstakes. Well, you're just a dummy. <laughs> Jesus. This article's dumb already. Uh, you're a dummy. Don't yeah, you, sign up for this bullshit. Have control of your own fucking house. Yeah, re- read the fine print, everybody. <laughs> I might win a million dollars. So this is... Fucking er- dying of heat stroke. Erica Diamond from Energy Hub's vice president. So she's er- uh, Energy Hub's vice president. She says, during a demand response event, Smart Savers Texas increases the temperature on participating thermostats by up to four degrees to reduce energy consumption and relieve stress on the grid. Scroll on down. I think that, yeah, so the thermostat owners typically will get an offer to participate in the program from their device manufacturer or energy provider via mobile app or email, Diamond said. And, quote, every participant actively agrees to the terms of this program and can opt out of the demand response at any time. So, so you got to read the fine print, right? I mean, it's, it's, it's dumb and it's funny that, like, you're mad. Fucking assholes just call them that's all i gotta do call them be like yeah this is dumb i don't like yeah, this as soon uh, as you see it go up to say i want out yeah. yeah just say hey can i uh you knew it was gonna go up that's the thing <laughs> i woke up from a slumber in a sweat you knew that you yeah. fucking knew that it could happen at any point any point yep i don't know man quit getting nest fuck that shit dude yeah, so... What happened to old manual? I got one right there. Just turn that dial, bro. You get, Lock it in. You don't exactly. have some robot telling you what's going on. Control your own damn shit. It's but, not that hot in and, here. And not only that... Get a wood stove. But this just reminded me of the <laughs> That's Amazon. the last thing they want, bro. <laughs> the wood stove? Yeah, they need ice cubes on the balls. That's what they need. Oh, yes, they do. It works. It works. But this reminded me of the Amazon app that would automatically enroll you into that sidewalk program that would mm-hmm. form, oh. form their own net yeah. of yeah. you know streamlined communications, so... I don't know. A bola wrap. I've yeah. Never heard of a wrap. How is everybody doing? Wednesday nights are over? Question mark? DC. Yeah, so um for now. Because we have we have a change in our schedules here, but who knows? That might change. But yeah. for now, we're gonna be Wednesdays during the day and then Saturday Saturday night. Saturday night, all right, baby. Yeah, man. It it is what it is, man. Oh yeah. We're not gonna quit producing the content. So Yeah. 
anyway. We got business to do, though. We do. Thanks to Apple Podcasts, we're, you know, they're yeah. limiting us, so we can't make more. Yeah, you guys <laughs> submit those reports. <laughs> yeah, All right. Please. Is that a dick? Yes. <laughs> you guys know me. I got to bring I gotta bring the penis stories here, okay? Wow. That's so, not uh, unobvious. Wow. <laughs> well, check this out. Villagers erect massive penis statue to successfully end a devastating drought. This, uh, the supersized phallus, or pallid kick in Thai, appears to have been successful just two days after it was set up in a street in Thailand's, uh, I'm not even going to try to say that, Chakatingo uh, province, there was a short rain shower. Why did they not say in just two days after it was erected in the street of Thailand? That would be much more appropriate, correct? Yeah, they should have said this thing was erected, yeah. standing tall and proud. And Anyway, scrolling down, this this story actually is it has some funny quicks, or quips. Yeah, I, I got to tell you, <clears throat> if your balls are that red... Go to the doctor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you got a poop vein running up your dick, go to the doctor. Oh, boy. That's a that's a very sad-looking wiener. Well, so, yes, this this penis, this giant penis sculpture has been thought to end this drought, right? There hadn't been enough rain recently, and that water from irrigation canals was too salty and had been damaging crops. Mm. Okay? Hmm. I'm just saying, like, the salty water, they're bringing that in. Come on now. Dude, look at this. Look at this giant... I think there's a guy sitting there. Look, he's sitting there praying to this giant penis. He's saying, please, give me rain. I don't think you want the penis to rain on you. I mean, I'm just, you know, maybe I'm I'm wrong here. Uh, no. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, oh, so, some might. So scroll on down. Look at this. Um, however, local farmers complained that, that the brief shower hadn't been long enough to irrigate their fields. Um, Chamnin 52 promised that prayers to the phallus will continue. He told Pattaya News that erecting a pallid keek, there it is, or uh, Dave, yep. representing fertility and new growth was a local tradition going back decades to the time of his grandparents. Now look at this, this last one right here. Chamnin said that his, the giant penis wouldn't cause any problems with traffic, explaining that it was built on a cul-de-sac. Right? You got a giant penis on a, on on a sack, sack, dude. Isn't that great? There's no traffic problems. That's not a cul-de-sac. That's definitely not a cul-de-sac. That's in that's the a... middle of the fucking road. <laughs> that is right in the middle of a road. Maybe that's the cul-de-sac behind it. You know. Uh, but how... That's in the... Maybe... The... Yeah, it's at a crosswalk. That yeah. would be, you know... Ah. <laughs> I would say it's built on a cold sack. I mean, I guess... If and it's... it's not even like in a... A city area? It's just out in the middle of fucking nowhere? On it's the it's by the farmland, bro. Well, you it's can, like a scarecrow? Yeah, you can tell with the guy at the motorcycle that they definitely get uh, visitors. You know, He's just like, wow. That thing's uh, bigger than mine. <laughs> he's like, this, this is the thing that brings rain, huh? We're fucked. Bring the rain! Yeah. I mean, I'm all about tradition. I would love to see something from, you know, like 1950 that shows a giant dick in the street. Yeah, I get you. Um, your great-grandparents did that? Your grandparents did that? Please show me that. I want to see that in tradition. I get you. Unique genetics. Hump day this much or this much better? Oh, I get you. I get you. Okay. Yes. Pinch me. It's real. Thank yep. you for that super chat. Appreciate it. Yeah. Hump day, right? We got to have a penis joke on hump day. <laughs> so this last one, dude, this, this one kind of cracked me up. Rescuers summoned to fish, quote, drowned woman out of sea discovered it was a discarded sex doll. <laughs> Somebody was crying in relief. They found her. Yeah, rescue services were <laughs> My boo. 
Rescue services were scrambled to Hachinoe in oh. northeastern Honshu, Japan. Dude, Japan, Japan is huge on this. After reports of a, quote, drowned woman floating in the waters. But Japanese YouTuber Tanaka Natsuki, who happened to be on the scene to record a clip of her channel, witnessed the, quote, rescue of what turned out to be a, quote, Dutch wife. Japanese slang for a rubber sex doll. Did you know that? I didn't know it was called a Dutch wife. I've heard of Dutch oven, but oh I've God. never heard of Dutch it's wife. Creepy. Yeah, this is the uh, the sex doll that was saved here. Why is it so long? Well, the water is is dripping from the feet, which makes it add a, a foot or two. There. Dude, this is a thing, though. Yeah, in Japan, I know. But keep scrolling because this is wait. The, what is oh? <laughs> look, the I was head. like, what are these fucking dick worms <laughs> coming out of the ground, dude? What's going on? Oh there? yeah, right? that's just right? some sort of vent. It's not designed well. All right, scroll on down. Let's keep reading here. So, in fact, there is a more respectful way to dispose of unwanted sex dolls than dumping them in the sea. The Human Love Doll Company, a Japanese company whose slogan is, quote, love dolls are born to be loved, offers a funeral service for dolls that are no longer needed. Scroll down. You guys got to listen to this. But here, here's the picture of the doll floating in the water. That does kind of... <laughs> I would be concerned. Yeah, that could be confusing. But... You know, the plastic. Uh, uh, yes. What could be? Yes. If you were walking down the beach and that was floating by, you'd be like, I'd be like, fuck. That's, yeah. not, that's not a good thing. <laughs> yeah, get somebody here. All right, so check this out. Complete with funeral rites led by Japanese monk and actress Rei Kato, the services cost upwards of 50,000 yen, about 320 euros. For, quote, Dutch wife owners that really care about the deceased sex dolls, reports Japan Today, the luxury 90,000 yen package allows the bereaved to attend the ceremony, a special letter to be read to the doll as she is buried, and one part of the doll to be removed and given to the owner as a keepsake. They have a whole fucking funeral service for Dude, sex dolls. It's right? your doll. Pull the fucking arm off. Like, what the fuck are you paying for your... We'll give you a piece. Just take a fucking piece. It's your yeah. fucking doll. Hey, I just gotta say, if you destroy a sex doll so badly that you... It I actually have to classify it as dead and gone. <laughs> you got some shit to figure out. Yeah, bro. man. There's yeah. You, got, you got problems. You yeah. got problems, man. But th- this is very common, I think, in Japan. I'm oh boy. pretty sure. Actually, Chris, look it up real quick, man. How many people have sex dolls in Japan? Oh, wow. This is like a whole community. Well, I actually obviously. watched a... I don't know if it was on Vice or... In Japan... Uh, this is a big fucking market. A lot of people... Dude, if they have a funeral service for a sex doll, it's a big fucking market, bro. Well, yes. You know? But you, there's actually pictures of people, they, like, put them in wheelchairs, and they go to town with them, bro. Like, this oh is not, God. like, just in your home. This is actually, like, they take them out in public as, like, their relationships. Like, this yeah. is a real fucking thing. What is there anything? Well, remember, I think... What, no, I don't think there's any statistics. Was Japan the area that first opened up the sex doll kind of uh, place that you could just go and... It's kind of like a strip club, but for sex dolls? Uh, look up documentary on sex dolls in Japan. Try that. You know the sex doll shops where you pay to go hump something and then... Uh, uh, I would never. No, but I think Japan was one of the first ones that opened up those types of oh, shops. Oh, maybe. Yeah. That seems so gross to me. That is very disgusting. It, 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 uh, that's that's the disease you know, you know that uh, that uh, pocket pee that I found yeah. at my work yes, on I the do. dumpster yeah that thing mm-hmm. you don't know what's been in that <laughs> no 
and you're going to go to pay to put your thing in that because that's ultimately the same thing. Yeah, and you're hoping that it's been thoroughly cleaned, but uh, what's that? What was that right there? What? Rise of sex robots blamed for turning Japanese people into quote endangered species. As more and more men turn to Randy, romping androids. Is there any hope for the survival of a human-on-human bonking? That's in 2018. <laughs> no, but this three years ago. There, there actually, I swear to you, there is actually a documentary that oh a lot, God. yes, there's oh. a lot of people in this world that yeah. are turning companionship to dolls. Yeah. And I know that sounds really fucking weird, but that's... You know, in, in certain cultures where they maybe are oppressed or they, you know, I, I don't know, man. They're I mean, getting us closer to the AI relationship, dude. Oh, these people are going to be able to step right into it, no problem. Yeah. They're like, oh, what? Yes, oh, I'm already one, there, bro. This one I've makes been, me coffee, too. I've been boning a robot for years. Yes. It's pretty fucking bizarre, dude. And they're really fucking, ugh, it's like creepy. It's yeah, real creepy. they de- definitely don't look like humans. Ugh. Anyway, yeah, we don't have to spend okay. the time Google searching here, but anyways, yeah, wow, what a way to end it! Penises and dolls. <laughs> yes, I mean it's it's a it's a crazy world out there, man. And you know, this was kind of a you know, th- we threw this show together real quick. You know, I want I wanted to get a little fun in here. Oh, we, yeah, we haven't had some fun episodes in a while. It feels like a long time. Yeah, since we've had an episode for some reason, but you know, I just I've been on vacation this week. It's been about. You know, family doing shit, getting some stuff done. Yeah, and uh, you know, honestly, like I don't know, politically, I don't know, something's gonna burst here pretty soon. Mm-hmm. But nothing's like, wow, we have got to. I, there's nothing this week that I'm like, dude, this is mandatory. Like, we have got to discuss this now. Yeah, you know, everything's just like drama right now to me. That's yeah. what it is. It's a, a build up. He said, she said, drama. You got Candace Owen being dramatic to. We might talk about that. Classic. Uh, yeah, Kimberly Classic. I, I guess there's some drama between Crowder. Everybody's talking about Steven Crowder right now. Uh-oh. Because he went bananas on fucking... Remember that dude that was like... Oh, yeah. They tell us what to do. That's awesome. I love it. Like, oh, yeah. That guy. And Schumer freaking out after he, that bill didn't pass. Uh. It's just like everybody's panties are in a knot. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I just like... I don't, Tense. I don't know, man. UFO stuff. Yes, the UFO stuff is coming out. And I yeah. did hear some stuff about that. Some uh, some teaser stuff, but I don't want to talk about it until we get it get it going. On. Yeah, no, I agree. There's a lot of distraction. Yeah. Hannah Lucera said that there's a lot of distraction, and I just don't want to buy into that shit. You know, we talked about. It. I'm like, I'm just done with this. Like, yeah, you just say this and they say that, and it keeps the news cycle going. But man, I, I need some real stuff. We got audits coming out. We got UFO supposedly stuff coming out. Yeah, that stuff interests me. Trump's rally on Saturday. Got rally. You got border stuff. I think that's going to be interesting. Yep. I think uh, you know what Kamala does at the border is going to be very telling, mm-hmm. and how she acts at the border and what kind of protests come along with that. And I think you got yeah. Trump who's going to follow. So she's the opening act. Go figure. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, most opening acts aren't as good as their as their good one. So she'll do what she does, and then Trump's going to come out, and I think it'll be. I think people will show up, and nobody's going to show up for her, and it's going to look bad. I'm hoping. You notice he announced he was going. She's like shit. I have to get down there like now. Oh, well, he announced that several weeks ago. So why just wait until the week of, you know, pretty much it's like to take away the limelight. Yeah, that's what it is. Can't have people asking questions, Greg. That's true. Yeah. Yep. So anyways, fun times. Guys, please make sure you go check out our website, uh, partofmyamerican.com. Make sure you go check out our 
all the different things. Subscribe to everything, yep. okay, that you can. And also, please, please, please go double check and make sure you are subscribed. If you're not, resubscribe and then contact whoever you're dealing with. We got to get this problem fixed. Well, yeah, Apple Apple Podcasts, if you guys can't find us on there, submit a claim. Yeah. Because we're on there. Yeah. Submit a report. Just say, hey, I want to submit an issue report. I can't find part of my American. What's going on? Yeah. There's no new episodes. We're submitting episodes. We have a lot of listeners, guys. Yeah, submit a report, and if all else fails, go to a different app. All right. So we got Cliff. You guys suck. LMAO. Uh, about time you had another podcast. Keep up the work, Greg and Dave. Okay. All right. <laughs> I <don't, laughs> yeah. I don't know what. Thanks I for that super chat. Yeah. Sure. Appreciate it, man. Hey, I mean, whatever pays you. You know, if you want to pay four ninety nine and say that's cool. All righty. Well, yeah. So until next time, you guys, we will be back here on Saturday night. We're going to be rocking and rolling. Oh yeah. And uh, check out Risky Business because that's coming up next over on Rumble. Yes. Right, everybody. Yes, sir. All right. Until uh, until next time. Cheers, Chris. Sayonara, sayonara. Ciao, Bella. Ciao, Bella. Yes. All right. Peace. Oh, boy.